Isaiah 55, 12 says, you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. I like that. You shall go out with joy. How many of you know joy is an exit? You're not going to wait till the end of the service to start getting anything, are you? It's an exit out of your situation. I found that one of the things the devil is always endeavoring to do is to get us quiet, keep us, you know, in intestine trials primarily, get us quiet. We don't rejoice anymore. We don't say, any, we don't say anything. And I don't mean we have to just run, run around shouting all the time, but, but there is a flow of joy, a flow of, uh, you know, just the, 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 the fact that we're sure that God's taking care of everything and uh, we put it into his hands. Amen. And so um, you should just uh, recognize this verse says that there is a way out. And a lot of times the way out involves expressing faith. And joy is an expression of your faith. And so, you know, the world is full. I should say the world system is full of, you know, Genesis 41 talks about the dream Pharaoh had. And and Joseph interpreted of the seven years of fat cows and seven years of skinny cows. You remember that dream? The, the world system is full of that, those cycles, yeah. fat cow, skinny cow cycles. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's just the world system. It's, you know, good years, bad years, terrible years, awful years, good years. There's a, there's a pretty good year. Oh, that one's flat. And then there's four more bad years. You know, that's the world system. Our system, the, the Bible says the Lord shall increase you more and more. It doesn't say anything about bad years. I mean, you, you, you can live in the flow of the supply of heaven and just uh, circumvent all that. Just, just, just go right around, like take the bypass around the city, you know. You just, you just go, I just think I'll just go around that. And uh, you can do that by your faith, and joy is one way to do that. If you look, I've, I've done an extensive study, I haven't talked to you about it for a while, but there's a connection between joy and prosperity. Uh, you see it in Deuteronomy 28 where he said, because you don't rejoice... Uh, he said, then you'll suffer all these enemies, lack, and one of all things. He mentions lack in there. And so there's a connection between lack and, uh, 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 you might say, lack and poverty and, and joy. I mean, excuse me, and uh, depression or heaviness or a failure to express the joy of the Lord. And then he mentions it in Second Corinthians chapter number 9, I believe it is. Also, where he talks about, or maybe it's chapter number eight, where he talks about their, their, their joy and their deep poverty abounded under the riches of their liberality. Who, who knew that a tremendous lack in your life mixed with joy will enable you to give abundantly? Who knew? Amen. So don't, don't the, the, the circumstances want to press you down. They want to kind of keep you, well, you know, one of these days we'll get out of this and we'll be able to shout again. No, shout right now. Shout right now. It, it, it will get you out. It'll get you out. Praise the Lord. So, you know, somebody said, is that really true? How many of you know in, in prison, Paul, is, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises? Let's put it this way. They prayed and expressed joy. And, and I'm telling you, there was an earthquake. Someone said Paul sang uh, bass and Silas sang tenor. And, and God up in heaven started keeping the beat, started patting his foot. Every time he patted his foot, that old jail go boom, boom. Finally, God went boom, and the whole thing busts open. <laughs> so there is a way out. There is a way out. And... Uh, you don't want to go through life without finding out the exit. You mean, you need, you need to know how to get out of something. And so, um, you know, joy really, you can become, you need to become skillful with joy. You ever notice that, uh, I heard Brother Carlos saying this one time, he was talking about basketball, and when he was younger, he was, he was, he was you know, real, he, he did it every day. But then later on, he picked it up again, and he said it took him time, you know, to get those skills back. You know, what you used to do, you think in your mind, you think you can still do it. But the body's like, uh, let's see here. But, uh, but because he hadn't been doing it, he hadn't been uh, giving himself to it. It had not, he had not uh, kept the skill. Well, the same thing can be true with spiritual things. It can be true with walking by faith. Uh, it can be true with expressing joy in the middle of circumstances. 
So uh, let's not lose the skill of it. You know, you lose ground whenever you lose the skill of it. So just do it all the time. Amen. I said just do it all the time. Praise the Lord. How many of you know in this era, and we're living in a day where the devil's going to oppose you and uh, come against you, and so just don't let him take your soul and, you know, push it down. You know what I mean by that? Just keep expressing it. Make your soul like the, water your soul daily. You know what I mean by water it? I mean express joy and draw the water up out of the wells of salvation. I'm already preaching here tonight. Just draw it up. I mean, just, just take a drink. Do you know you're not supposed to have a thinking relationship with God? You're supposed to have a drinking relationship with God. The more you think, the less you're going to rejoice. So just go ahead and start drinking. Stop thinking. And while you're drinking, the idea of what to do, your way of, he'll show you your way of escape will come right up out of your spirit. Amen. Joy is the flow of heaven. And uh, if you want days of heaven on earth and your finances and all the different areas of your life, just keep expressing joy. Praise the Lord. I've had a lot of opportunities, I'm sure you have too, to just stop, to stop rejoicing. But I refuse. It's too good over here in faith. It's too good. Too, the, the flow, the flow. I, I want this flow of supplies, so I'm just going to keep on rejoicing. Amen. Well, stand with me tonight. Let's practice it. What do you say? Let's just, let's just rejoice while we're giving tonight. Praise the Lord. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you. We rejoice. Oh, Father, we rejoice in your supply in our lives. Oh, thank you, Father, that it's an abundant flow. It's a full flow. It's a more than enough flow. It's a flow of riches in glory. Oh, we, we give you something to fill with your glory tonight. Praise you. Praise you, Father. Thank you for all that we need. Thank you for an abundant flow. Thank you every need is met in our lives. Thank you for being such a good God. Thank you for bringing all that we need in, and we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Joy is a way into things. Joy is a way out of things. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, when there's nothing, somebody said, when it gets quiet and, and no, you know, there's a law in the conversation, you know, here's one thing that's always appropriate. Well, praise the Lord. Always appropriate. Amen. So, uh, you know, the Bible says we're to offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That's mean without a, without a, a break. Without stopping. Praise the Lord. I've had people say, well, we're going to go on vacation and take a break. And, but how many of you know you never take a break from, from fellowshipping with God and you never take a break from praising Him? You, you don't ever stop and take a break from faith. That's just, we, we just, the just shall live. Live by faith. Live by faith. Amen. Well, you can sit down with your happy self. Praise the Lord. Go ahead, ushers. Jesus. 
you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Chapter 1, God, the Lord inspired James to write. He said, to the 12 tribes that are scattered abroad, greeting. In other words, the first verse is, hi. <laughs> right? And then he said, count it all joy. Count it all joy. So that'd be, that'd be like the pastor walking in and say, hi, everybody, just get happy. <laughs> Notice he didn't say, it feels like it's all joy. He said, count it. If you look that up, that means put it down to your account, you're full of joy. Just put it down, you're full of joy. Full of joy. Amen. So you don't have to feel, joy is not an emotion. Happy is an emotion. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. It's a fruit of the Spirit. In other words, it's right, it's part of what came into you in the new birth. So, so you can, and you can draw it up. Remember the Bible said draw up the, out of the wells of salvation? You can draw it up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right. Praise the Lord. Amen. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. Praise the Lord. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
Hallelujah. <laughs> if you're a visitor tonight, we're not always this wild. You, usually we're worse, but... <laughs> All right, all right. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. Bible said, Mary heart doeth good like a medicine. So if people wonder what's wrong with us tonight, just tell somebody, well, I'm, I'm on my medicine. It's my medicine that made me this way. <laughs> Dr. Jesus put me on this medication, you know. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. I found joy is just good for what ails you. I mean, it, it, it just fix anything. Just fix anything. Praise the Lord. Well, did you bring your Bible tonight? I, uh, you can go with me to... Uh, <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes you got to laugh at things. You know, it's scripture to laugh at things. The Bible said at destruction and famine, you'll laugh. This has got me through some, some amazing situations. You know, you know sometimes you can just laugh because you know the end of the story. You just know how it's going to turn out. So all this, all this stuff right now is just like, whatever, I mean, you know. I'm not interested in this right here. I know the end. <laughs> All this doesn't really matter right here, you know. <laughs> Amen. This doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and y'all came ready tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. drunk again. <laughs> Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Y'all okay over here? <laughs> Hallelujah. Make sure some of you don't smile. It might get on you. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you are trying to figure it out. Don't think, drink. Just just drink. <laughs> hey man. <clears throat> If you're having trouble getting in, find somebody that's drunk and come sit by them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Glory. Thank you, Father. Power, 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 power. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You, you could call this sermon tonight, Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> Sometimes you get in services like this, you realize how much you've been worrying. Yeah. What, what you're doing tonight, you're getting it off of you, you know? Getting it off of you, getting it off of you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Shuka. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I don't know what it is. It seems like something's been, you know, you some area of your life or something, circumstance or something, you've been moving forward and then you take some steps back. Moving forward, take some steps back. Does that make any sense? You know what that is? Just laugh your way on forward. Ha, ha, ha. That's how you advance. Amen. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. Remember, rejoicing is the way you get into some things. It's the way you get out of some things. Praise the Lord. Well, you may be seated. Praise the Lord. What do we do now? <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> you know, if you're, if you're playing a game, I don't know, different games, you know, with those cards, and there's, there are certain cards that are higher value, you know, and somebody could put that down and win the game. How many of you know God's given you a card that you can put down every time, and it trumps everything? It's called rejoicing. Just, just, the devil says, I got you, and you go, got you. <laughs> just, just throw the joy card down. Just throw the joy card down. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. This will work when you don't know what to do. This will work when, you're, when your flesh, when you're dealing, when your flesh is 
rising up in unwillingness. God's putting something on your heart and your, and your flesh is like, ah, this will get you past that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. This joy will uh, oil the wheels of obedience. You know what I mean? It just, it just, you know, rather than grind forward into obedience, you just, just, just glide forward into obedience. Rather than grind, you know what I mean? Grind. You can just. <laughs> no, you didn't come for the sound effects. You came for the word, but, but, but. Joy just makes it flow. Just makes things flow. Joy is willingness. You you can get willing by shouting and rejoicing and getting other stuff off of you. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can get worry off of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We can go home right now and say we had church. Praise God. Praise God. Somebody said, you don't know what to do? I got, I got all kinds of things I could do. <laughs> we just want to do what the Holy Ghost wants to do. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, circumstances will try to, uh, I'm looking for the word, it'll, it'll try to, it'll try to um, make you heavy. It'll try to say, now you're obligated to be this way. And other people will say, you don't care if you're not heavy. You know what I'm talking about? Just, well, you know, I mean, Aunt Susie's dying of cancer and you're not worried. You, nothing, nothing that happens in your life, around your life, obligates you to be down and depressed. Nothing does. Nothing. Nothing. Be, be anxious for nothing. But in everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, in everything. Doesn't matter what's going on. Nothing. The doctor said three months. Ha, ha, ha. Number one, the, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Um, but, but somebody said, well, you know, what, what, what if they die? I'll tell you what will happen if they die. They'll slip out of this body, and their feet will hit those golden streaks dancing. Amen. And, and they'll land there saying something like this. Woo, joy, I made it. I made it. <laughs> I'm not saying they have to die, but you know what I'm talking about. Right, yes. In other words, there's just nothing to worry about. Right, come on. Nothing to worry about. Rejoice your way into healing or rejoice your way into heaven, whichever one you choose. Now, if you're not done with your course, don't choose wrong. But I'm just saying there's nothing. Be, be fretful or anxious for nothing. Well, what if they die? I'll tell you what's going to happen if they die. They wouldn't come back if you grabbed a hold of them and tried to pull them back. Ha, ha, ha. Romans 8, I think it's 33, it says, uh, who shall lay, I was looking at this the other day, and it's just like, it was, this is, this is, I, mean, I hadn't seen this. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Remember that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who shall lay anything? We always use that for condemnation, and rightly so. He'll, you know, Satan charging you with some, you're guilty, you know, you, you, you have to pay the penalty for this. We understand that. That's condemnation. We understand he's talking about condemnation. But I was looking at it one day and I was thinking, who shall lay anything, to, anything, anything to the charge of God's elect? In other words, circumstances, well, the word charge means to um, exact a, uh, a payment, like if they charge you down to grocery store, they say that'll be $99.32 or whatever, right? They're, they're exacting or they're really demanding a payment. You can't get out of that store without a payment. And so circumstances will try to uh, demand a certain payment. 
And Satan will say, now you need to be depressed about this. Am I making any sense? But you're not under no obligation to the devil in anything. He, he cannot exact a payment of, of depression unless you allow him to. Amen. You owe the devil nothing. You owe him nothing. He says, now you need to be heavy here. These circumstances, you need to be depressed. You go, I, you can't exact that out of me. I'm not paying that to you. Everything that, all my debts were paid in Jesus. I don't owe you anything. Ha, ha, ha. I'm just going to go out and have a high time. Yeah, but you owe rent. Okay, I'm going to go get an ice cream cone. Woo, glory, hallelujah. You're not going to get me depressed. You're not going to make me pay that penalty. I'm just not paying anything to the devil. As far as the devil's concerned, I'm a dead man to him. I don't owe him anything. You know, a man that dies, he doesn't owe any. You know, he left with a house. He left with a house mortgage. He left with a car payment. He left with a whole lot of things due. But now that he's dead, he owes nothing. There ain't nobody can get another dime out of him. <laughs> Isn't that right? Well, as far as the devil, I'm a dead man. I don't owe him anything. I don't owe him sad days, depressed days. His circumstances, they can't charge that against me. That'll preach right there. So just learn to you know, sort of divorce yourself from the devil, if you know what I mean. Like that. I, I know you're translated out of the kingdom of darkness, but I mean, all that he's trying to charge you with, you just say, I owe you nothing. I don't have to be depressed about circumstances. It's legal in the kingdom of God to be always rejoicing. It's just, in fact, that's the only thing that's pleasing to God. Amen. That's just the way we roll. I used to be up and down. I used to be a roller coaster Christian. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like all of us were. <laughs> but I don't go there anymore. Amen. Just, I'm, I keep the joy. And if I keep the joy, he can't steal from me. Amen, because I'm keeping, I'm keeping hold of him by my joy. Thank you, Jesus. Well, Glory. Amen. You need to tell the devil that verse. I'm not obligated. No, no longer. I'm not obligated anymore to, to any of your payments. Praise the Lord. And so, you know, he's, he's, got, he's got a debt that he wants you to pay. You know, like he'll say, you know, I'm charging you to, to be depressed. You, I'm, you know, you have to pay this. You go, I don't owe you anything. All my debts were canceled to you. Don't owe you anything. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Jesus. Say it out loud. I'm not, I'm not obligated to worry anymore. I mean, what if everybody else is worrying? Worried worry about the economy, worried about being laid off. You're just having a high old time down at the job. Just rejoicing as if everything's going to be all right. It'll make them all mad. Because uh, faith convicts unbelief. Brings conviction, right? <laughs> That's right, but you just keep the joy anyhow. You don't owe them sadness. Well, so-and-so got laid off. Maybe I should be sad for them. You don't owe them sadness. You owe them love. The Bible said we owe no man anything but to love one another. You owe them love, but you don't owe him sadness. Sad people don't help sad people. Amen. Amen. Joyful people help joyful yes, people. Uh, joyful people help sad people. Joy is the answer. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So I just, I just don't go there anymore. People try to make you, well, you just don't care. Oh, thank you. I, I finally got there where I'm not anxious about anything. Well, if you loved us, you would worry. Who said? That's not in the Bible. Love does not equal worry. 
doesn't equal worry. Compassion doesn't equal worry. You can be compassionate without being worried or anxious. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm glad I came to church tonight. Praise God. So, so Satan wants to force these things on you but, and, and, and pressure you and try to make you say, well, you know, you, you ever been around people that they just, they just want you to be sad with them? Don't, don't go there. Don't go there. I'm not saying be in your face obnoxious, right? But you're not going to get down. Listen, I've been down there and there's no victory down there. When you go down there, you know, there's a lot of stuff crowds in on top of you. And I'm just not going there anymore. Amen. Well, glory. Praise the Lord. So they, they might try to demand a certain response, but you're perfectly justified before God to be carefree and full of joy. All the time. In the midst of what the devil's saying, the thoughts that are hounding your mind. Anybody ever had thoughts hounding your mind? Yeah, like today, Pastor. In the midst of all that, you're, ob you're, you're not obligated to get under that. You can stay above it. Amen. They, they might try to demand that you get down there and get under that, but you can say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm staying up. Amen. Remember that guy in the Old Testament said, come down to the valley of, oh, no, and let's talk this over. You remember that story? Now, I'm not going down to, oh, no. You come up to, oh, joy. That's where we're <clears throat> if, if you want to talk, you come up to, oh, joy. <laughs> it's exactly right. Amen. It's not your duty or your responsibility to be worried about everything going on in the world. You're not the savior. You're not the deliverer. When somebody's sick, you're not the healer. Amen. And if you want to work with the, the, the one who gives victory, uh, stay in faith, stay in joy. And help others get there. Amen. Amen. People sometimes think if you if you if you don't worry, um, you know, especially if they know what's going on in your life, and, and they they see they know what's going on, but they don't see you worrying. They think maybe you don't quite have enough sense, you know, to to really know what's going on in your life. Oh, you know exactly what's going on in your life. Amen. It's not a mark of intelligence to worry. It's not a mark of intelligence to worry. Well, bless their heart, they just don't have enough sense to know what's going on. No, I know exactly what's going on. I just, I just don't think it's worthy of my attention. Amen. I mean, life's too short to be depressed all, your, all, all the time. Let the devil tribulate and whoever wants to listen to him. I'm going to have a good life. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus a couple of times got accused of not worrying. Not, not, well, they said, carest thou not that we perish? The storm's rising and things are getting in the boat and he's asleep in the back. Don't you care that we perish? That's the second time he got accused of not caring. The other time was when Martha was trying to get Mary to serve. Don't you care that my sister's left me to serve alone? He must have had, being accused of that must, meant, must mean that he was very carefree. You get around Jesus, there's no anxieties, no wringing of the hands, no, you know, he's not worked up about it. Amen. So they got, he, Jesus got accused of not caring. And if you look at the word care there, he said, uh, don't you care? You look at the word care, and it literally means to not be interested. Or the, the Greek definition says, it doesn't matter. Literally, look it up. It means, this is in the strong. It doesn't matter. It's, it's no matter to me. I'm not interested. That's why he was asleep, because the storm didn't matter to him. 
He wasn't interested in the storm. Amen. So that's the way you need to be about stuff that's going on. That's not, that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is what I know from the Word. That's all that matters to me. Ha, ha, ha. All this, you know, all the devil, all the stuff the devil wants to stir up, that doesn't matter to me. It, what matters is I know. Count it all joy, my brother, knowing. Knowing. Because you know something. That's what matters. It's what you know. It's what you know. I know so. I know how this is going to turn out. I read the end of the book. I win. Amen. And besides that, I always triumph in Christ. That's, that's all that matters to me. All this, all this temporary stuff, all this, 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 this commotion, this storm, this, this, this huffing and puffing and all this whirlwind and noise and, and boisterousness and all the, all the stuff the devil's saying, the yakety yak yak, all that doesn't matter to me. The only thing that matters is what did God say and that, 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 that you know, what I know the end is. That's how it's, it's going to turn out for me because I know what the word says. Glory. Now, you matter to him. Remember, casting all your care on him for he careth for you. He cares about you, but he doesn't care about the circumstances. God's not worked up right now about whatever's going on in your life. He's not up there, oh my, Jesus, Jesus, did you see what's going on? The devil's going to, yeah, the devil. No, he's not. He's not worked up about it. Well, why don't you join him and not get worked up about it? He knows something. Hallelujah. I tell you, this is, one of the, this is one of the top benefits of my salvation for me, carefree living. I think the top one's probably fellowship with Jesus. But carefree living, ah, uh, it's right up there. Glory to God. It's legal. It's legal. Well, don't you know what's going on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I'm not interested. But look, I'm not interested. Remember Jesus? He heard a report from, blind, I mean, uh, from uh, Bartimaeus. No, no, who was it? It was, it was Jairus' servants that came and said, don't, don't you know, trouble the master anymore. Your daughter's dead. Remember that? Hear, Jesus in the Amplified says, hearing but ignoring. Hearing, but just, in other words, that didn't matter to him. Oh, that's good. It's gotten worse. It doesn't matter to them. The doctor said it doesn't matter to him. Amen. She's dead. That doesn't matter to him. It's too late. That doesn't matter to him. Glory. Doesn't it matter to you? Doesn't it? Isn't this a, a, isn't this a, a big deal to you? No. The boat's sinking. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Peace be still. That means now, now let's go back to sleep. <laughs> I tell you, this is victory tonight. Victory, victory, victory. We got to get our attention on everything the devil's huffing and puffing about. Why? Because it doesn't matter. He's a liar. He's a liar. That's what it means to fight the good fight of faith. You just hold the devil in the arena of faith. Glory to God. And, and everything is saying you ought to be worried. You ought to be heavy. You ought to be depressed. You better be, you better be anxious. You better, you, you better get your attention on all this. And you decide, no, it doesn't matter. There's only one thing that matters to me is what did God say? That's all that matters. That's all I'm interested in. If you want to talk about that, then we can hold conversation. But if you want to talk about everything else, I don't got nothing to talk about. Doesn't matter. That's good preaching, I'll tell you right there. Not interested. That's what that word care means. He's not interested and it doesn't matter. That's what the Strong's definition said. You know, there's some people that things really matter to. And they'll try to pull you in. Try to get you to be anxious about what they're all worked up about. I heard a story over in World War, this is World War II in London. There was a lady 
that uh, you know, because they during the nighttime was when the Germans would come across and drop their bombs, and they or whatever those things was. There was another thing they were shooting over. Um, but um, every night they, you know, the sirens would go off, bomb, bomb, whatever call you those things. They'd go off and they'd, you know, everybody get up and go to the bomb shelters. Oh, yeah. And this, you know, every community had a certain group of people coming, and so you'd see them every night or whatever. But one, and so eventually this one lady, she was an elderly lady, she was there every night, but eventually she stopped coming. And they thought, my goodness, uh, I hope she didn't get killed in one of the bombs or something. Or Remember that story? Anybody ever heard this story? And finally, eventually, they saw her on the street one day or something and said, my goodness, we were worried maybe you had been killed or something like that. She said, no. I read in the Bible that he never slumbers or sleeps and that he's, he's watching over me. I figured, I figured it's no use both of us being up at night. So rather than jump, you know, jump on my bike and come down here or whatever, I just decided I'm going to sleep. In other words, the bombs falling didn't matter. The only thing that mattered was what she read in her Bible. Oh, that's faith right there. Well, if you do that, if you practice carefree living properly, people will think you just don't have any sense. Didn't they hear the doctor? Didn't they hear what he said? Oh, yeah, you heard it. Just doesn't matter. What does that matter whenever you've got the final report? You just walk by faith. Just walk by faith. And faith is not in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name. No. That's anxiety. Right? Faith is a rest. Faith is resting and relaxing and joyful. Jesus has gone to the crucifixion and he's so restful that John wanted to lean on him. Remember that story? there at the Last Supper, John leaned on him. In other words, he's getting, John's getting uh, ministered to by Jesus' peace the night he was being, he was going to be arrested that night. And he was so peaceful. Wow. That's peace. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Say, this, say it to your neighbor, that whatever's going on in your life, it doesn't really matter. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, you matter to him. He cares for you. But you need to get where, where he is. And all these other things don't matter. That's good preaching. You know, Philippians 4, it says there, 6 through 8, it says, don't, well, King James says, don't be anxious for anything. I think how it says that. I got so many other translations in my mind. I don't remember how the King James says it anymore. Uh, uh, but one translation says, don't fret or have any anxiety about anything. Don't fret. And the word fret, I looked it up. It means it's sort of like uh, in our vernacular, we use it to whenever, whenever a river is eroding away a, a bank you know, a, a bank of dirt. Yes. In other words, it floods and it, and it erodes it away and yeah. eats into it. Yeah. Uh, and that's what the word fret means. It means to eat. Wow. It's like an, they use it, the term is used for acid-eating metal. So don't fret. In other words, fretting allows the devil to eat. The more you fret, the more he eats. Yeah. In other words, we're all anxious, and he's going, chomp, there's another bite of your life, chomp, another bite of your life. It's an open door to the devil. So just learn to be carefree and, and shut him down. Shut his eating down. Starve him. <laughs> Don't let him eat like that. I mean, it'll, I'll tell you something he'll eat at. He'll eat at your peace. He'll, he'll, he'll eat at your soul. Your soul, your mind, your emotions were never, your spirit, not, none of, even your body, it was not designed to handle worry. Just was not designed to handle that. That's why people break down. Their physical body breaks down. Amen. Like somebody said, uh, worry is like uh, uh, being put in a crock pot. You more easily fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> 
took you, took some of you a second to get that one. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People that are full of worry all the time, they fall apart quickly. They just one, they hear one bad news report on the news, like, <laughs> I'm not in that worry crock pot. Amen. Ha ha ha. You got to guard your heart. You got to guard what gets in your heart. And uh, if your joy's low, it's because you've been fretting about something else. And it's been eating at your soul, eating at your. And so it'll, it'll also eat at your faith. It'll just destroy your faith. So it's legal. That's what I want to get across. It's legal to not be anxious about anything. For perfectly legal. Somebody said, that's not being responsible. You don't have to be worried to be responsible. You got to get those things separated in your mind. It's not, it's not, uh, worry is not being responsible. Well, we got to just worry until we figure out what to do. No, 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 that's not, that's, that's not being responsible. Worry is irresponsibility. It's not being responsible. Amen. Well, thought, praise the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Aren't you worried? No, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to, going to go to bed. Let the devil tribulate. Let, let, let all those people tribulate. They want to tribulate. I'm going to sleep. And uh, those things don't matter. Glory, stand with me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We got what we needed tonight. I tell you, just getting some stuff off of you, it, all of a sudden it clears, your, your thinking clears up. There's something about um, worry that it's, it's like, it's something about your mind being filled with worry, just your thoughts, always thinking about something that's a problem going on in your life or whatever. It's like, it's like your, uh, how do I say this, Lord? It's like, it's like, a cell, it's like you're trying to call somebody who's out of range of a cell tower. In other words, your spirit, man, how many of you know your spirit's in contact with God? And God will pass you, like in the middle of a, of, of a circumstance that, your life, that has hit your life or something, God's got answers for that circumstance. And he's gonna, He wants to pass it on out of your spirit, from the Holy Spirit, out of your spirit up to your mind. But when your mind is just full of worry, it's like it's out of range of your spirit. And your spirit's going brrrr. Calling the mind. Good sound effect, isn't it? Hello, this is his mind. He's not here right now. He's on something else, thinking about something else. Please leave a message. I might not ever get it. <laughs> Amen. That's what it's like. It's like you're out of range. And this is why people in the middle of circumstances, when, when they're full of worries, you can, be, you can be in circumstances and not be full of worry, but sometimes people are full of worry in the middle of circumstances and they wonder, why does God seem like he's so far away? It's not him that moved. It's you that moved. Your mind moved from, down, from checking down here and into the natural. Just, I got to figure this out. I got to figure this out. Amen. Amen. Just can't get you. Just can't reach you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You won't forget that, will you? Amen. So turn to your neighbor and go, are you there? (laughs) 
That's what this laughing does. It gets you unhooked from all this out here and hooks you up to down here again. So some of you have been hearing brrrr. But after tonight, you're going to hear hello. <laughs> Your mind will be in range again. <laughs> Your spirit can reach you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm serious. I've, I've, I've talked to people. It just seems like God's so far away. It's, it's their mind being so full of the natural or the circumstances that they don't, they don't, they're, they're not in range of the call from, from their spirit. Praise the Lord. So, so that's why we need services like this. It just gets us unhooked from all that and gets us hooked up to the joy that's coming out of here. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Boy, our spirits are getting through tonight. I think tonight God put a cell tower up right in the middle of our church. You know what I'm talking about? Everybody's in range right now. I'm telling you, this is the flow that answers come. Most of the time, the answer is, what you been out there so far away worrying for? That'll be one of the first things he deals with you about. Amen. Well... Ha, 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 before we go, ha, 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 ha. Say it out loud. It's legal. It's legal. To be full of joy. No matter what's going on in my life. And to be free from all that worry. Amen. I say this. I don't live in any condemnation. Anybody wants to try to put on me for not caring. Now, we have compassion on people, but we don't have the care of, of faith. If you really want to help somebody, put them in the hands of somebody that's able to do it, do something for them. And you don't do that by worrying. Worrying is taking them out of, their, of God's hands and taking them into your hands. It can't, that person can't be in your hands and in God's hands all the time. When I say your hands, I mean the worry. When you're worrying, you're taking it into your hands. But you needed to put it in God's hands. By ha, ha, ha. Amen.